I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert. And this is the Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast, make sure to go on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a comment or rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide too, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone told us about them. All right. Do you want do you want to give me chills? Um hold on. I can probably wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. I can do this with like, okay, you can I do can it. do this without do saying anything. It's just going to take me a second here. Oh, oh it's sharp too. <laughs> that is easily the number one way. If you want to ever make me run for the hills, that ring right yeah. there, it's sharp and it's and it's just vile, just vile. I feel like I feel like any of those rings, any ring will do that for me. I don't know what what is it about phone anxiety? Like because it's it's immediately silenced my my ability to speak right now. Just the thought of a phone call coming up. I don't know what it is that that weakens me in the knees. We talked a little bit about it when we were talking about about uh, ordering food. And we alluded to phone anxiety and the lengths I think that yeah. any of us that that either of us have gone to avoid making a a call. I can't remember. I think I mentioned this like making like being living in a house with roommates and it being like mm-hmm. we were going to order pizza. Oh. But this was pre-internet. This was pre-internet and so ordering pizza was like Yeah. So you had to use the phone and it became like a, a, a massive fight about whose turn it was to call. It was a pretty big breakthrough too when you found out you could order online. Oh my God, it was the best thing ever. It changed everything. It changed, it changed the game. It became a factor when it was, okay, but can you order online? No, I don't think they have that service yet. Then pass. I'm not doing it. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it was a big thing. So what do you, for you, what do you think, it, what is it about either getting a call or having to make a call that that makes your anxiety go up. You know, I keep asking myself that. It, for me, it's not even so much as a sense of the unknown of the conversation. I just, you know, it, it's like whenever someone says we have to talk, right? We have to talk. <laughs> okay, can't you just tell me what it is though and then we can just 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 dive right in. Don't leave me hanging like this. It's like a phone call. They don't warn you they're going to call, but they're going to do it. I don't know what this is going to entail. Is this a serious conversation? Do I need to sit down? Do I need to get my car keys ready? I don't know, and I'm not ready for it. Then, of course, you know, I don't ever answer the phone if I don't have this person in my contacts. Mm. I let it go to voicemail. What about you? So, I mean, personally, 
there are call there are people who call and you know again if it if I don't know the number I'm not going to answer it that's just a given. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few friends that I have a couple of people I know they I'll like text them and then I know within like three minutes of them receiving that that text they're going to call mm-hmm. and that's just the way they are they're friends I don't mind I think once I get to a certain point with somebody I don't mind taking a phone call from them. Right. Fortunately, the majority of my friends are texters. I appreciate mm-hmm. them so much. I like the text. <laughs> it's easy. But one of the things that I've noticed is um, in the whole dating thing, there are some people who want to go to a phone call as soon as possible. And I'm not ready for that until I've met them. Yeah, no, fair. You know, like, okay, let me ask you something on the annoyance meter. So you're texting a friend. You, you, they just, you know, hey, what's up? And you just message back and, you know, they, you know, what are you up to tonight? Nothing much. They call you immediately right after you send that text back. Do you not get annoyed by that? I think it depends on the friend. I can't do it. I It does it for me. I don't, I don't know what it is. My face just gets so annoyed. I'm getting annoyed right now. Are you like, are you like that you're texting with somebody and they call you and your immediate reaction is how dare you? Yeah, Cause it's like, it's like they're cornering you like the whole, I know you're there. Don't tell me you stepped out of the room. But also, you know, you know, you, they set, we set the parameters for this conversation when texting began. Exactly. Like this is clearly, if you want to call me, you say, Hey, are you available for a phone call? Yeah. You don't know where I am. I could be texting nine, you from the bathroom. Exactly. Like nine and a half times. No, I've had one person do that. I hung up immediately. Like you just, of course it's you did, weird. You're a civilized person. Exactly. I have boundaries. They did not, but I'm just going to say, if anyone out there says, Hey, are you available for a phone call? Nine and a half times out of 10, I will say immediately. Are you okay? Because if you have to call me, it must be serious. That is immediately where my mind jumps to. It's because I'm so comfortable with texting. Mm. Yeah, like I, I don't mind if a conversation starts getting out of hand during a text, then I will say, okay, let's let's just talk this out. FaceTime me though. I prefer a FaceTime. She prefers the FaceTime, okay. I prefer the FaceTime. I will point out that both of the people who are likely to call me. Mm-hmm. Uh, our 80s kids like we were we were teenagers in the 80s and so we still we they, we still have the tendency to use our phones as phones right even though i may try to avoid using my phone as a phone i understand their impulse and so um i go for it but i would i do like if, if i don't if it's not one of these couple of people like i do ex- like if somebody wants to take the text to a phone call mm-hmm. honestly i want somebody to go like is can is are you comfortable with a like can I call? Yeah, like just ask. In the dating world, I have dodged like literally. I've had somebody say, so you know we should move this to a phone call, and I'll just keep texting. <laughs> if I can <laughs> like I just I just one person like cornered me and was like, so I would really like to talk to you on the phone, and I'm like, I'm not ready to do that. I would may talk to you on the phone after we've met for the first time, but. <laughs> No, no. Oh my gosh. So it's like equivalent to, so do you want to go somewhere quiet? So do you want to 
do this phone call. I'm not ready. No, but like, <laughs> honestly, if, so, if it was like, go, you want to go someplace quiet, I'd be like, yes, let's go someplace quiet so we can have a conversation. That's what I'd be thinking on the first day. But, <laughs> oh, like, fair enough. but yeah. literally like the, a phone call before I am, before I have met you, mm-hmm. I am, especially in, in like for a dating situation, I'm not prepared for, I'm not ready for that. And I've done it a couple of times. I felt like uh, bullied into it or like, like I have to, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. And I'm just so uncomfortable with it. I don't know where the transition kind of happened. You know, when I was in high school, like we had cell phones, but I was in this, like, and you, obviously you were there too, but like when I was in high school, we had the flip phones. We texting really wasn't that big. Like we did. It's just, we never had full out blown out conversations. No, of course not. Yeah. So I didn't mind talking on the phone with my friends. Like I'd be sitting on the computer on MSN and then like talking on the phone with somebody like, you know, like gossiping or whatever I was doing, but like I wasn't gossiping the whole time, but you know, I was a teenage girl. So, you know, was on MSN, but I don't know what happened. I think as soon as texting and emailing became a norm of communication, everything felt so much more comfortable at that point in terms, I I don't, I don't know if that's the point that made talking on the phone specifically more uncomfortable for me, or if it's just, I already knew deep down inside, I did not like talking on the phone. Hmm. I don't know. It eludes me still. It is a difficult thing because I've had a couple of people who are like, so why, you know, what, what makes you anxious about the phone? Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to, I don't know that person. Hmm. Okay. Like. Like if I need to call a friend, I can. And you know what? I you have to call your mom, right? You have to call your mom. Um, my brother uh, insists on using the phone, but if I don't know somebody, I'm like I'm not comfortable with that phone call. And I think, see, even now, like I'm I'm anxious thinking about it, and I can't quite put that, put into words what it is that makes me so nervous about about talking on the phone. Yeah. I feel like this is the episode where you and I are absolutely at a loss. <laughs> we're going to help y'all through it, but we're just as lost. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe we should take some time to try to dig into why we're lost on this one or, or what it is that that's mm-hmm. bothering us. And so what, which means that we're both going to get the shakes and we're going to sweat a little, a little yeah. and hyperventilate a little, but we, I think maybe it might be helpful to, identify the thing that makes us makes us anxious about the phone. Absolutely. And on that note, I did find putting the phone call on speaker has actually helped me through it. I don't know what it is. I don't think I, I, I physically like holding the phone up to my ear. I don't know if, if that has something to do with it, just this little voice in my ear, but holding the phone out for speakerphone actually helps me a lot more in, ter- in terms of concentrating on the phone call and just visualizing mm. the person is right there in front of me. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it's definitely been a help. My preference for if I have to make a phone call is to put the earbuds in. Oh, okay. One thing that it does is it allows me to then put my phone in my pocket and I can gesticulate like I normally would in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you can't really, I don't know, something holding the phone to your face and like, so now your arm is stuck in that position and it's uncomfortable. Um, so I do find that like the earbuds with the, with the microphone on them, that, that does help a bit. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, 
and and you know I can I do that that almost every time one of the people that's called me does that like when they call me I I'm I'm talking to them in the earbuds because it just I always find that um, when somebody goes on speakerphone mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm shouting at the phone and. <laughs> I feel like I have to turn up the phone so that they're shouting at me. So it's like not a particularly awesome conversation because we're just shouting into the Why phone. Why are you shouting? <laughs> what? I've never had that. Oh my god! I just I always feel like 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 the 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 once they're it's on speakerphone, they're a little bit distorted. So okay. I don't know. My instinct is to is to is to to speak louder. I'm gonna call you sometime. I'm not going to tell you if I'm on speakerphone or not, but one of the, I'm going to call you like maybe like two or three times and I'm going to make you guess which one was on speaker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's going to happen. I don't like either of the things. Also, I think you're lying. I don't think you're going to call me because I'm not going to call. <laughs> I know you're not going to call me. I knew right away you weren't going to call me. Um, you were calling my bluff. <laughs> I was absolutely. Um, listen, we have to be honest with our audience here. Neither of us is calling either one. No, when Phil and I communicate, it is purely text or messenger, and that is it. <laughs> messenger or this? Oh, that's true. Yeah, this is our this is our catch up time. <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 my. Pr- I would rather sit down and talk to somebody face to face, and especially like again, like I'm going to go because it mostly happens in the dating thing for me. Somebody wants to get to the phone call, mm-hmm. like it's some kind of milestone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, for me, like, I would rather be able to look this person in the face and have this conversation. I want to see their eyes. I want to see their mannerisms. I, even if we're dating, I like, I would, I don't really want to talk on the phone unless we have to. Yeah, no, it's so true. I, uh, my husband calls and whenever he does, I, I love talking to him. I absolutely will not reject a call whenever he calls me, but even still I'll be like, okay, well, Bye. You know, I gotta go. <laughs> I just don't know what to say anymore. I feel like I feel like one of the things that bothers me about phone calls is all of this the visual cues are gone. Yeah. What do you have to cling to? Nothing. Like I can't see your facial expression. I can't see you know when you're in a conversation with somebody and they're making all the right noises, but they're not mm-hmm. looking at you. It's obvious that they're not paying attention. Like I don't know if that's what's happening when I'm on the phone with somebody and they're giving me a good, "Uh uh-huh. Oh yeah. And I don't know if like, are they actually engaged with what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's so hard not having those, those social cues. Yeah. And I mean, like we do rely already so much on body language to, to tell us what exactly, you know, the subtext of a conversation and, gives us those social cues to run off of. And yeah, you you can hear some inflection and, you know, but the other thing that I don't like about on the phone is I don't know what you're doing on the other end. Yeah. I think that freaks me out a little bit because even if you sound interested, I don't know if like you're just, are you playing video games while you're talking to me or are you writing something? Is someone else in the room? Yeah. Those things run through my head and I feel I feel manic whenever I'm on a call with someone, you know, it's a personal phone call, not so much professional. I I can handle a professional phone call. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't do a personal phone call for very long at that point. I do need to say, all right, well, you know, it's, this has been, it's been real, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't get, I don't want 
don't want to have a conversation on the phone that goes for like an hour. Oh, you know, Phil, I used to be on the phone for like two and a half hours. I mean, well, you were a teenager at the time, yeah. right? Exactly. That's what I mean is I, I look back on it and I'm like, how did I do that? What was I doing? Why was that fun? I, don't, I think I think I think there is at a certain age when, and I don't I don't know if the I don't know if the kids are doing that anymore. I doubt they are, but like um, the whole um, there was a whole social thing around those phone calls. I think like if you were on the phone with your friends for that long in those days, like you, that was a sign that you guys were really tight. Yeah, it's true. And then of course, when you could add people into your phone calls, like if your phone had that option to do it, that was right. a party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But definitely for me, the, the not knowing what somebody's doing and also like, okay. So again, like I was saying about, about calls to go on for a while, I briefly dated someone who just wanted to be like on the phone all the time. Like oh. as soon as I finished work, if I got home and I did not call them by like yeah. 530, they were calling me Boy. and they just want, wanted to be on the phone all the time. I was so exhausted by it. Yeah. Cause they like, it's, so it's one thing to be engaged with somebody when they're in the room mm-hmm. and there can be silences and there can be moments, but the phone is for talking. And so some, you get somebody on the phone and they just talk. I felt like, like it was just so exhausting. I had to keep the conversation going. I had to keep listening. And it, I was not doing any of the things that I would normally do at the end of a workday to recharge. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Where's where's the fill time? There was none. So that 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 whole thing was doomed from the start. But oh. like that's I could maybe do a conversation for up to an hour, but it's not going to be longer than that. There's not going to be any kind of hours long conversations. There's a reason why introverts guide is no longer than an hour. What do you think it is that, that makes you uh, so anxious about the phone and, and phone calls? I've been trying to reflect on it because a lot more just because, you know, you're grow- I'm growing up, obviously, you know, I've got to make doctor's appointments mm-hmm. I've got to call, you know, like maybe my bank or a a billing company. I've got to call something. I've got responsibilities. And I find that as soon as the phone becomes a thing, like even when I have to wait on the line for like 15, 20 minutes, I start to get really anxious because I'm attached to the phone now. I have no reason to leave. I have to stay. I'm invested Mm -hmm, in this phone mm -hmm. call and I don't want to be invested. So I've been trying to figure out where this is coming from. And I don't, I don't know if it's because I, I just, there's a part of me that doesn't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with something I can't see right in front of me. I don't know if it's because I'm just, I, I'm at a total loss when it comes to it. I, I mean, cause it affects my personal life. It, it doesn't really affect me so much professionally, but it certainly does affect me in terms of my self care because you know, Doing things like making doctor's appointments, you know, making sure you're keeping up with your obligations in life is a form of self-care to me. I don't know why I avoid that, though. I don't know why I avoid obligatory self-care. These are deep questions. I think maybe because you have to. Like, it's like... These are not things that are enjoyable a lot of the time. They are, they are, they can, they are stressful. They can be stressful things in themselves and they are initiated by a phone call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything can go wrong. Who's going to be there to help me out? Nobody. I'm the one that's got to answer for it. 
And maybe it's just, I don't know if I can handle it. And I, that could be a little form Mm -hmm. of fear in there. Sometimes it can be easier to Mm -hmm. avoid the phone call from the doctor's office than to actually Mm -hmm. answer it. Dang. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I did write out some symptoms. Okay. Let's hear them. uh, For phone anxiety. Uh, So this is from very well mind. And it's, if you answer yes to any of these, your phone fear may indeed be a phobia. So before and after calls, do you feel extremely anxious? Duh. Delay making phone calls due to anxiety. Worry about bothering the other person. Worry about what will you say? Worry about embarrassing yourself. Avoid making calls or having others call you. Obsess about what was said after calls. Do any of those resonate with you? Not many of them. Not many of them for me either. I'm reading through them. Like they sound like they're overlapping a little bit, uh, but also it's just that like, they're missing the mark. I mean, the the whole. I mean, I I don't have a phobia of phone calls, so it's not like a it's not like a phobia phobia. It's just like mm-hmm. the phone makes me anxious. If I am on the phone and I, it's not one of the few people that I'm comfortable talking with on the phone. Mm-hmm. As soon as I've decided I'm answering that phone, I will begin to sweat. My hands will sweat. My I will sweat. I get I flush because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm anxious and and feeling self conscious, and it, possibly I can ease into it. But also, um, that's a rare thing because I I will start to feel like. I don't know if this person is actually listening to what I'm saying. I don't know if we're connecting. I can't tell if we're connecting over the phone because we're not making eye contact. There's so many things about yeah. it. And I basically will remain anxious through the through the whole phone call. Do you find that sometimes you jump to just the worst conclusion when it comes to just before you're about to answer the phone call? Do you jump to the wrong conclusions? Like uh, just the worst case scenario? Like are you thinking like like the phone rings and you're like, you're like, oh my God, somebody died? I, like not even just like someone's, you know, like, yeah, someone died or like, oh my gosh, someone's mad at me. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're calling me to tell me off. Like that it goes in my mind. If it's someone personal that I know, they're not warning me that they're calling. I immediately get flustered and just think, what do they want? What, what could possibly be so wrong? Like, I don't know. Am I the only one? If it's somebody I know and they're calling me, usually yeah. my response is, what the fuck, man? You can text. <laughs> Well, I get that too, but it's like, there's that part where it's just like, is there some, like, it's, oh my gosh, like, do I have to go to a hospital to meet someone? Like, oh my gosh. Wow, you really go. You really go. <laughs> Don't call me. I Nobody just, call me. <laughs> I just assume that like, okay, I suppose this person feels this would be easier to talk to, talk about over the phone. Oh my you gosh. Know. Phil, if you ever call me, I'm going to immediately start crying. Okay. <laughs> Well, no oh danger gosh. of that, Jess. No danger of that. I think that even if I was in the back of an ambulance, I'd be like texting. It's okay. I'm in an ambulance. You're never going to believe <laughs> where I am off to. <laughs> I'll be like, it's my appendix. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh-huh. So you you've you you found that that the speakerphone like helps with the anxiety? It does. Yeah, I don't know. Like just being I- It's not, this isn't where I take stock from, but it's like, I'm just, I'm holding the phone a little further away from me. I can get some distance from it. Whereas Mm. I just, 
I guess I just don't like it being in my personal space. Oh my gosh. Mm. I am out of my mind. <laughs> no, you're not. It's all a spectrum and we have different things that set us off. That's right. Phone anxiety isn't a part of being an introvert, but I have noticed mm-hmm. that a lot of introverts do not enjoy being on the phone and they feel anxious about it. That's right. Texting gives us options. Texting gives us options. It also gives you time. Um, it also gives yep. you uh, editing ability. Because when you are anxious, yep. you have a tendency to like blurt things out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when, I don't know about you, but when I blurt things out, um, I then worry that I'm just sounding stupid <laughs> or that I've said something offensive or whatever. And it just goes, it just, that's, that's another spiral on your list. I think things I, I certainly don't feel anxious <laughs> after the, cause usually like I don't make a plan to call somebody for the most part. So before the right. call, yes. In the millisecond when the phone is ringing, yes, baby, I feel anxious after the call. Boy, do I ever feel right. relieved. I do too. That's the thing. I don't sit there and go, what are they thinking? No, I'm relieved. I go, okay, I'm done. I've done my duty for the day. I will avoid making calls if I can. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that I have to make calls to, Mm -hmm. sometimes for work and sometimes personally. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, like I said, you have to call your mom. But like, I will avoid as much as I can having a phone call. Yes. I will. I will always text. Rest assured. Do you do have to answer phones for your work? Okay, so my work will email me, but customers, yes, they do call. I do work uh, with phones, and, and it, do you feel anxious about those phone calls? I don't know what it is, but my it's kind of like when I'm networking. Networking, I'm okay with. I'm I'm mm. okay with it. Um, my phone. I think it's because I'm. I'm selling a product I love. I know I, I you know, I, I work mm-hmm. in a theater setting, so I'm selling tickets and I, I love what I do. I love the place. I fully endorse the theater I work at. So I think it's easier that way because the conversation is very, it's very simple. What show do you want to go mm. see? How many tickets? Where do you want to sit? Payment done. And that's it. Not much else after that. That makes a lot of sense to me because, you know, when I was an usher in a theater, I had no trouble walking up to people and having a conversation Mm -hmm. because if I was walking up to somebody, there was a reason for it. Exactly. Yep. Like I had, it was part of my job. I had to do the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, I've got my helpful face on, which is completely different than any any other situation where I might have to walk up to somebody and, and talk to a stranger. Exactly. And you know what? I have a phone voice, which if -hmm. you want, I can let you hear. I would I would love to hear your phone voice. Okay, because it's different than the podcast voice. This is my relaxed conversation voice. Hi, thank you for calling blank. This is Jess speaking. How can I help you today? That's good. I get that. Yeah, it's cheery. And then it's a, all right, Gav, just going over our return policy. So we unfortunately cannot do any refunds. I hope you're okay with that. It's, I am so cheery on the phone. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. When I used to have to do phone calls, like phone calls on the regular. Do you have a phone voice? I would do a radio voice. (gasps) Phil, do it. Do it. Thank you for calling blank. This is Phil speaking. How may I help you? (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But it was like, I don't know, doing doing like a, a, a voice for the phone made me feel better about it. Yeah, exactly. Giving yourself a different little persona. Like we're actors. 
Yeah, I've d- absolutely. And I think I think that it's the kind of thing that you can do for work to get over that anxiety. I don't think you could do that. If if one of my friends called and I picked up the phone and was like, hi, this is Phil. How can I help you? They'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I think we should do that now. I don't think I can. I just, I, I think that that will just, with my friends, that will just up my anxiety even more. I don't Because I think that they'll be like, what are you doing? I'm okay. Maybe I am going to call you and I'm going to try it out. Hi, is this Phil? Hi, Phil. This is Jess, your co-host. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering, are we, are we okay to record? Are, oh, wonderful. Good. I have you scheduled in. So do we have any social interaction? We do have a few. We do have a few. Um, Stephanie says, and I think Stephanie is along the lines with uh, the two of us. Uh, she says, I developed I developed a telephone persona. I pretend I'm acting out a scene. That way it's just a character and much less threatening slash personal. That's right, Stephanie. That's right. See, we're not the only ones. I do. I do think that it's the kind of thing to me that works for a work setting when you're answering phone calls on the regular. I would have difficulty doing that for like a personal phone call. Hillary says, I have to answer the phone at work, though thankfully it doesn't ring that often. And usually when it does, it's dead air or a scam recording. I don't answer my cell phone unless it's someone in my contact. So the name comes up. If I have to call out somewhere at work, I have to work myself up to it. And I basically have to be someone else. I usually procrastinate about calling my doctor's office or the specimen clinic. I have to get blood tests before my meds can be renewed until I have to call and go. If it's something for the house, I can get John to call, which John, I'm assuming, is a house partner. I am the exact same way. Yeah, I've, I've, I've procrastinated doctors, dentists, like the whole nine yards, you know. Oh, geez. Yeah, exactly. All just because of that phone call. All be, it's like the simplest. I just have to make an appointment. Literally takes two minutes. I still can't do it. Honestly, if these places would allow you to do it by text, I have one doctor's appointment that has an app. Oh, oh, it's amazing. I can just look at the calendar, book it, and goes. Your appointment's been made. Please watch for your confirmation email. Why does every doctor? Gloria. Why does everybody not do this? I have no idea. It's not going to get rid of jobs. Mm, no, it's it's not a threat to the workforce. Darcy says the only people who call me are delivery people, but all of my interactions happen to be in Mandarin. I hate it every single time, but I have managed to memorize the basic exchange I need to have with them. So I treat it like a speaking exercise where the translation goes, me, hi, them, this is your mail courier delivery. Where do I bring this? Me, give it to the people in the office next to security, them, whatever else they say. Me, I'm not there right now, so please bring it to the office next to security and I'll pick it up later. Them. Okay, me. Thanks, bye. It's so true. It's it's very true. You just met, have a couple of exchanges, know at least what you're going to say, and it just at least grounds yes. you. It doesn't matter how many times I repeat it. It's just getting me the, it's just getting the yes. business done. Now, now, I know Darcy does have the added the added complication of the fact she's actually living in China. It, that that would be that would be which difficult. is which is why her interactions are in Mandarin. But imagine imagine the anxiety of a phone call yes. that's also in a language that's not your first language. A lot of the articles that I found were just like in- introverts don't like talking on the phone. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, seriously. That's basically the article was basically that. And I think like reasons why they they don't like talking on the phone. Uh, for example, 
Um, on themindsjournal.com, they have an article about why introverts hate talking on the phone. So they start with a ringing phone feels like an intrusion. That's true. Uh, introverts are highly focused on whatever they're doing or thinking about, and phone calls interrupt interrupt their 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 thought process and and solitude. I don't find like that's the thing. The it the the ring itself does not interrupt anything for me. You mean you don't just yell at your phone? How dare you? I I don't. But you know the thing is that like it's not the ring. I like noises happen all the time. It's the call. It's the conversation that 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 I don't that that. That, 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 that causes the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, they also say the unknown is anxiety provoking. Mm. Introverts like to anticipate and an unexpected phone call can create nervousness. Blocked or unknown numbers evoke panic and prompt who's calling me as well as suspicion. I don't know, because I think with the amount of scammers that like anything that happens now, I feel like legitimate businesses and people have an actual ID. That as soon as I see it's a blocked number or it's unknown, I I don't get panicked mm. about it. I just I know it's going to go to voicemail. I think there's something about the unknown is anxiety provoking that sounds a little bit true to me for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not about like I don't know who's on the phone. It's more about because I'm missing all of the visual cues, body language, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know like is this like. If you're about to have a conversation with somebody, their body language tells you what their mood is. Mm. Like there are things that they they, they can tell you, like wh- like what's going, like how is on what foot are we starting here? A phone call you don't know, right? Um, and if because you don't have body language, and like like I said, like the sounds that they're making don't necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like if they're making, ooh, oh, mm-hmm, ooh, interesting. Like that could just be reflex stuff while they're off doing something else. Also, chit chat is useless. It says. Oh, it. Yeah. What? Who's calling for chit chat these days? I don't ooh. know. Who calls it chit chat? <laughs> well, there is that. Like, grant. Okay, okay, boomer. Um, <laughs> uh, for it's exhausting. Introverts what? process information in a particular way. Hear, think about it. Think some more, respond, and then think some more. Here's what happens for extroverts. Hear, talk, think, talk, 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 and talk some more. Trying to process that much sensory information without a break can be tiring. Okay. Yeah. I mean, true. There's also another paragraph here. While introverts can be excellent listeners, don't be surprised if they drift off during the call and you find out asking if they are still on the line. I don't know if that's true. I've had that happen to me where without meaning to, I'm... After, after the call's gone on for a while, my mind drifts off to some, some other topic or my attention drifts and it has to be pulled back. And they're like, are you still there? Are you listening? Yeah. Is that just, is that introverts though? Or is that like, can that be pretty general across the board though? I think that could possibly be across yeah, the board. Yeah. Cause like, I know for it's sure. Hard, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's a little tricky to say. Cause like, I think that's like a general effect that a phone call can give off is, I mean, like, you know, if I'm sitting in my room. I've got a lot of stimuli around me, things that I like to do that I clearly can't do because then I'm going to lose interest. And then, of course, this person's talking while Mm. I'm thinking about those other things I could be doing. So we have an article, again, from our our, our friends at introvertdeer.com, which is introvert phone call tips. Mm -hmm. Well, the first one is give yourself permission to set a time limit for the call. 
This may not be possible if the call involves resolving an issue with a customer service rep, but it may be possible for a social call. If you don't have the energy for an open eye, open-ended conversation, but you have to answer, let the person know at the beginning how much time you have to talk. Hmm. Yeah. Which can be difficult to do. It can be difficult to say, like when the phone rings, to start off with, hey, I only have 10 minutes, but I wanted to answer your call. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, you know, that can be a little hard to set that boundary sometimes because I know I have friends that just like calling to catch up and I feel bad saying, you know, hey, listen, I don't really have that much time to talk. And meanwhile, I have all the time in the world. I just don't want to talk on the phone. Instead of like saying, oh, I'm too busy to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, just say I can, I only have, tw- I can only, I, I only have 20 minutes, but I wanted to answer your call. Maybe that's something because you really only have maybe 20 minutes of a phone call in you. Yeah. Before you're going to have to drift away or, or you just can't concentrate anymore. Exactly. Yeah. What else did introvert dear tell us? They said, uh, do something active while talking. If a call interrupts something, I'm doing, this can create further anxiety. The feeling of have to, having to put everything on hold for a call I wasn't prepared for is even, even if it's a long one, can make me an- antsy. So taking it outside and walking around the block, sit by the window and watch the birds, put the phone on speaker and do some light stretching, make yourself a cup of tea, anything that helps put you at ease. Oh, put the phone on speaker. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else suggested it. Yeah. Look at that. But, but they said put the phone on speaker and do something else. It's true. Yes. Make, and yeah. the th- I'm not sure how I feel about that because, you know, so if I'm on the phone with somebody, I'm looking out the window, uh, watching the birds, which I really can't do because I don't have w- really windows in this basement apartment I live in. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not really concentrating on that person. I feel guilty about that. Right, right. And I might drift because the birds might be doing something. Or if I'm walking around the block, maybe mm-hmm. that would work. Um, but like, it's so hard to do something and talk on the phone while I am trying to concentrate on engaging as much as I can with that phone call. Yeah, I feel like I'm dividing my attention a little too much. And then I feel bad for mm-hmm. the person who did want to talk because clearly I don't have yeah. it in me to do it. Also, I think like if you put if you put it on on put the phone on speaker and do some stretching, then you have to explain. You have to say, okay, I'm just doing some stretching while, you, while I'm on this call, so they understand why you're going. Yeah, man. If you hear some, you weird know, you're noises. making these noises. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just stretching. I promise. <laughs> really I promise, reassure yeah. them. I'm going to give a verdict about the internet and say that it was absolutely no help. No. I'm still left with the same questions coming into this episode. And I feel that there is still a lot to be said about this particular form of anxiety. But I think if we were to give something to take away from it, I would say definitely having finding the ways that it does work for you. Like you with your earbuds and me with being speaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think like for me, the, the, like the earbuds don't resolve the anxiety. Mm-hmm. They free me up so that I can like use my arms. Cause I'm a gesticulator when I'm, when I'm talking, I move my hands. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that allows me to do that more freely, which I suppose helps alleviate some of the anxiety because I'm not stranded. I will sometimes pace around the apartment. That's another thing that lets me do is like walk around the apartment, mm-hmm. but I still, I am still flushed and sweating almost the entire time. Right, right. 
what do we do? I don't know. I wish I had an answer here. This is, this is one of those ones where, um, there's, I don't know if there's a good answer for this. I think, cause there are people that we have to be able to call. We have to be able to call our doctors. We have to be able to answer phones at work. We have to, there are always going to be friends that we need to talk to on the phone and we always have to call our mom. Right. So. So maybe just moving through it with as many um, tools, coping mechanisms. I mean, the thing is that if you're at a point where you are incapable of taking that call, say, from your mom or making that call to your mom. Or when your best friend calls and you 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 cannot get past the anxiety to answer that call, then maybe that's that's something that that is, might be verging on on a phobia that maybe you need to get some help for. Mm-hmm. I think that we that that the the anxiety that that pervades a lot of 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 introverts is is one where it's not a debilitating anxiety number one we just don't like it and number two you know um it we're uncomfortable on the phone but it's not it doesn't debilitate us Mm -hmm. so i would say that if it is debilitating that you should talk to somebody yeah seek um seek care and for the rest of us Look, I will say anybody who has any tips that we haven't talked about for getting through uh, those those uh, those phone calls, any phone calls, you know, you can find us in our on social introvert guide too, uh, or you can email us introverts guide to stuff at gmail.com. We'd love to hear all this stuff, by the way, like absolutely love getting emails. Yes. It's kind of like parties. We've revisited it with new tips and tricks that we've learned. So this might just be one topic that we have to come back to. It's, it's a open dialogue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And just before we go on the topic of uh, of emails, I want to say that, that we've gotten a few emails in the last little while that are just like people checking in and just saying hi. I love the conversations that we're having with with people, mm-hmm. people who just like uh, uh, email to say, you know what, this is the thing that's happening for me or, or somebody um, emailed Jonathan emailed to talk about like going to karaoke. And he thought it would be he'd be miserable. Yeah, he wasn't. Oh, it was such a good email. Yeah. So, oh, loved it. Please do it. Yeah, any like so anything that you guys that you want to share with us, if you have an experience with uh, in the world of being an introvert, if you want to talk about anything, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs>